In this episode of Outside FP, we talk about the custard factory on Millennial Points. If you're going there to make custard, um, you're about 100 years too late. <laughs> but you will find a good time. Have a joke this week, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot, to, I forgot that we were. <laughs> nah, nah, let's not make that a thing. It's, it's too much pressure. <laughs> I, can, I can always have a great joke lined up. I'm a fan of the uh, of, of opportunities, opportunity presents jokes. I'm, I'm a fan of that. If a joke is to be told, <laughs> destiny will provide a joke. Destiny. Destiny. Even Destiny good, too. Good old Destiny. The Taken King. <laughs> all the all the all the guys. Has, all the squad. No, the, the Taken King Taken King was the expansion of Destiny One, I think. Alright, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can just I've interrupt you for one minute about Destiny. <laughs> God. Uh, 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 Actually, you'll find that that you're wrong. It's all I want is I just you, you'd only get you'd only get uh, hate tweets about it. Welcome to the Destiny podcast, starring Mr. <laughs> Destiny himself, Alex Rowland, the Taken King himself. Yeah, man. Alex, the Taken King, Alex TTK <laughs> Rowland over here. Uh, yeah, just TK for short. And uh, I'm Master Taken King. <laughs> we're, we're both given the same name. It, it's quite confusing sometimes. Whenever someone's like, "Oi, Taken King!" <laughs> yes. Stop! I need your details. <laughs> it's TK. <laughs> need your initials. It's TK. <laughs> the, the boy dies. Destiny dies. So I love better. The, des- the Taken King dies. <laughs> Oh, see so you in Destiny 2. Um, eyebrows. Eyebrows <laughs> gets in the mech. <laughs> now I am the Destiny. Eyebrows <laughs> the Destiny. Taking okay, King's Cross. There you go. The Taking King's Cross. <laughs> Get away free. The Taking King's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to uh, PlayStation Six. My brain did not compute that properly, so I thought it was just like the Taken King's cross, like a teacher or something. The Taken King is cross. <laughs> <laughs> he is a tad upset. <laughs> I was like, "What? Oh man, who yeah. are you? What have you done with Alex Rowland? If you don't know your uh, your London geography, I know, right?" Didn't even think of King's Cross, especially when this is the um, the this is the weekend that all the uh, witches and wizards go to King's Cross to get to uh, to get to Hogwarts. Oh damn! The day it leaves today on platform nine and three quarters, or yesterday. So and I know I've thought I've thought about King's Cross a few times this weekend. Godspeed, still... Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be late. <laughs> You're a hairy wizard. Eat your farts and shits <laughs> whatever those sweets were 
<laughs> Which I have ones? The ones where you get some and it's like, this one tastes like shit. Uh, puke and diarrhea. Oh, you mean the puking the, pastels? The, the, the Aunt Bessie's <laughs> beans. No, you're on about... <laughs> Whatever the fuck they got, I don't know, Weasleys. man. I watched Goblet of Fire. You're on about the Weasleys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're talking about Half the Prince. When the Weasley no, no, the f- I'm talking about the, the first, the first film in the carriage. Oh, Aunt, but Be- Aunt Bertie butts every flavor beans. There you go. And the chocolate frog. I thought you were on about because you get puking pastels in the later ones, which is something that the Weasleys make, so you can get out of class. So you like take one and you're like, and then as soon as you get out of class, you take the one that stops you puking, and then you're like. Yeah, I can skip class now, even though I'm a witch or a wizard and probably could have just not come to class anyway because I got fucking magical powers. Can't the teacher just, like, use a spell and make them well again? Like, no, no, you're fine. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you. no, because it's, like it's like proper school where you've got to go to uh, got to go to a room where the receptionist uh, gives you a little bucket and tells you to sit there so you feel better. Wow, magic sucks. <laughs> In my world, yeah, I just... Pshoo, now you're better. Also fixed your hernia. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I think you've got to be skilled in um, medical magic to actually administer medical magic. If you remember in the second, in this, in the second, in the third movie or the second movie, Gildory Lockhart tries to put Harry's arm back together and he makes all the bones in his arm disappear. Oh, <laughs> that's a dark turn. No wonder it's such a dark series. That's probably, that's, that was the point right there. Why Why are we talking about this? What, King's Cross. <laughs> we just um, diverged. The Taken King. Welcome to the number one <laughs> Harry Potter Destiny London podcast about Birmingham. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's, it, it, it really is the... Uh, the best Harry Potter podcast I've ever listened to. In <laughs> We're not going to get too many That's of them nice. these days. We've uh, good old <laughs> good old JK um, digging the herself. Are, the fans are like <laughs> the fans are like you. The fans are basically like you don't deserve Harry Potter anymore. We're going to keep Harry Potter. We just have <laughs> disowned the writer. I'm just going to cross the name off the off the books <laughs> and write some woman. <laughs> some woman wrote Harry Potter. Then she got a Twitter account. I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> she got, then she got, I think that's everyone's. I think that's the problem with the world. Too many people have Twitter accounts that shouldn't have. Some people have opinions and they shouldn't share them. That's all I'm saying. You know who else has a Twitter account and opinions? Outside FP UK. And whoop, whoop. Uh, you can follow that. And every follow we get means Alex doesn't get sacked. So uh, keep him employed in the Twitter game. <laughs> it's true. Who knows? Who knows? If we don't get a follower this week, who knows? We'll be do, doing this show next week with the uh, might be Kermit Master, the Frog. Um, yeah, Master Kermit the Frog. Be two masters, <laughs> like that weird episode of Doctor Who. Oh God! There was two. There was two masters. This got took a Destiny, Harry Potter, and Doctor Who all within the first eight minutes, and none of it's going to make the podcast. Someone, someone loves this podcast already, but unfortunately, we're not talking about any of that today. We're talking about Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Outside FB. Um, welcome to Millennial Points, where we're going to be talking about 
locations in Birmingham and our experiences. My name is Alex slash Velatrix and by my side or on a screen is Sean slash uh, Master Tournaments over here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Master Desire. How's it going? <laughs> I've been many names How's... and I've kept track of every <laughs> single one of them. That is my fifth. I have to get. I'm gonna have to get more creative. Every I mean, there's a lot of words that begin with T, so we can do this for a while. <laughs> no, master tournaments. <laughs> it is master tournaments. Um, yeah. So yeah. So this week we're talking about millennial points. Um, which, if you heard the last one, where we talked about Scruffy Murphys, um, we're gonna just focus on that side of the podcast like every other episode as we mentioned before if you want to go listen to the other one as I said Scruffy Murphy's episode 10 is at the end of that one it's a really good one yeah yeah this one episode 12 we are going to be talking about the custard factory which um I believe Sean has some insightful facts to inform you and educate you right now excellent now guys that doesn't sound very it doesn't sound very interesting on paper but trust me it's, <laughs> it's actually we got we got some good stuff to tell now, Custard Factory, do you know why it's called the Custard Factory? First off. I don't know why it's called the Custard Factory. Uh, because, funny enough, it used to be a Custard Factory. What? I know, it's, it's, it's there's not really much mind-blowing history. Yeah, it used to be Bird's Custard Factory. Um, which, funny enough, my, my, nan, been blown. my nan used to work there. Your nan worked which at the Custard crazy. Factory? So, so you, you think we got some good stories. She's probably got some terrible stories about the... <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet the working conditions were awful. Your favourite shift? No, um, sadly my nan can't deliver any stories, but I'm sure she probably got a kick out of it. But um, yeah, it's, it's an old ass building. Let me tell you, it actually it actually been there since 1849. It's had many forms. It's like Dracula's castle. This thing. It's had many forms. Uh, so it used to be a papers and plastics place as well at some point long before our time but now it's pretty much known as like a media center where they, they... hipster yeah we're kind of gonna have to get to that later <laughs> <laughs> but now it's, it's kind of it's a media building they use it for like venues conferences uh all kinds of good stuff like that but at some point in another you will find yourself in this place as confused as anyone else yeah when you first walk into the Custard Factory these days, you are just like, "What is this place?" <laughs> like you just like, when you walk when you first step into like the entranceway to the Custard Factory, if you don't know why you're going there, you you won't know what it is. That's that's the best way to describe it. If you've got a reason for going there, then you'll get there and you'll have no idea where the thing that you're looking for is. There's no maps. There's no really decent signage. Um, Especially if you're not familiar with Digbuff as well. Like if you're not familiar with Digbuff as a whole, you you won't understand the aesthetic of it at all. You would not get it. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. But as, saying that, it is probably. I, yeah, I've got some good memories there. It's one of my favourite places generally in Birmingham. Just as you say, like if, if you know what you're going for, if you have reasons to go. It's a, it's a nice place to go to. Bit, shall we move on to our experiences or have you got any more fun facts for us? I mean, we can run through the layout of the place, basically. 
So these days, so yeah, these days it's pretty much before I went to the main square, there's bars there, several bars. There's a cinema there. But then there's the oh, also yeah, like, there's like a card center there. There's a sm small little shops are in there, but it's not like a shopping center. It's kind of like, it's, it feels like a market. It's like an indoor market, but it's not ever like massively busy. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a market, but if you, instead of having stools, they have shops. My whole perspective on a market has changed ever since I went to uh, Camden. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Camden. It's got the aesthetic of Camden, but it's definitely not Camden. It's like, it's very, yeah. it's very chill. It's very calm. And a, and a lot smaller. There isn't a canal in the middle of it. There is not. The middle bit where all the bars are now used to have like two little the decor of them was swimming pool so you had like little <laughs> different colored blue tiles on the inside but you couldn't swim in these swimming pools or you weren't supposed to i'm sure people were thrown in them or whatever i saw a few drunks in there fun, <laughs> fun hijinks yeah exactly so yeah there was this uh so yeah there used to be swimming pools that they would take out the water and that's where people would stand and at the back there was a stage and they'd put gigs on um the only gig that i ever knew that actually happened there would have been the final of a battle of the bands tournament that we performed in well me i say like the band i used to be in performed in we didn't get make it to the final that is that's all gone now that is all filled in probably with concrete and it's had wooden slats put on over so now the whole middle bit of the courtyard is now just wooden slats. I do like going there. If you go there with somewhere who hasn't been there a long time, that's the first thing they usually say. It's like, oh, there was a <laughs> pool. There was a massive hole in the middle there, and now it's just, uh, it's just boring benches and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because I used to. It's it's quite funny because I used to go to, um, for the, over the past year, I'd go. I've been to a couple of. Uh, magic tournaments at the card shop that Sean's talking about, uh, Wayland's Forge. Um, and I hadn't been back into that main courtyard until we went out for my birthday this year and we went to a new bar that's called NQ64, that I'm sure Ooh. we'll get onto in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I just walked in and I was like, wasn't, wasn't there swimming pools here before? Like... What, what this is like where like uh, <laughs> really confused me nq64 is yes, NQ64. the the best and at the same time most tragic bar in, in birmingham <laughs> to my knowledge uh it was kind of fresh when we went there uh scouted out first, first of all i don't know it's a it's a video game bar which is something that we haven't got too many of That's, i know it's quite a common thing in some parts of the uk it's massive in the US, but we didn't have any in Birmingham, so that's, that's actually really Yeah, cool no, thing. I don't think... Nothing yeah, comes to mind, does any. it? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I can think of like places where video games are prominent, but there's no bar element there. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I can think of a lot of bars where there's no video game element, so uh, so yeah, the perfect mix in our, in our heads. And they have a great selection there. Not just arcade games, they've got pinball games and they have the uh, the classic Please Don't Steal Me consoles laid out there, which have been surprisingly good, Nick. And the Guitar Hero Machine. 
Guitar machine, guitar hero machine. Which I hope they move because that really needs to be. <laughs> it's in a really awkward place. It is kind of out of the way. I think the I think the problem with that if they moved it, it is like in a far corner. But I feel like if they moved it, then like people would hear the music. They get a crowd and it would just block up parts of the bar. So I don't think you kind of need it out of the way. Uh, I think they could turn it down. Their, their volume levels are a bit weird. Like I remember, uh, I remember watching one of our friends play crazy taxi and i couldn't even hear it <laughs> i was like yeah offspring i love this and i couldn't even hear the music to it and i was like oh that's kind of now we're just driving around now aren't we that's not <laughs> we just we're just <laughs> this is it's like this is just a driving simulator just, we could just do this on the way home i didn't know crazy taxi was a standing arcade game until I played it, like you're pretty much standing up when you're playing that game. Yeah, I've always seen it. Driving sim. I've always seen it have like a silver bar that you lean on, and then you, yeah, you were driving. I've never seen a sit-down one. Yeah, most driving sims are actually seated, aren't they? So like, if you play, I mean, even Timeout, which isn't a racing game, then that's still seated. Like, and then you also got obviously the obvious ones like uh, Mario Kart and Daytona and um i can't think of racing games off the top of my head but you know what i mean like they're all sitting when you're driving this is most people don't play crazy taxi for very long <laughs> unless you're really good at it you don't really play it for more than a minute it's a sad truth <laughs> the average player doesn't, doesn't hold your attention the, the average player takes two well no they just run out of time they, they take 60 seconds to do anything and the average player won't realize about the short hops and all that stuff so they're just gonna Nah, that's so, oh yeah, that was fun. Although the fun is kind of rude when you can't hear the offspring. <laughs> it is. That's the thing about '90s games. You'll find the nostalgia is in the soundtrack most of the time. Absolutely. Well, we had an old episode about that. Go listen to it if you uh, if you want to hear about video game music. I think it's episode seven. Or check the, the YouTube playlist. Um, but yeah, the, yes. dr the drinks were okay. They had some nice themed cocktails. I didn't get to have too many. Um, and they've got like some pretty out there beers, which are quite nice. Yeah, I didn't drink any cocktails. Uh, I just drank because um, I'm because I'm a, a Londoner loser. I just drank um, Camden House. That's all I drank. They were good though. <laughs> yeah, they were really nice. I like Camden House. It's a nice drink. Now, um, Alex, nice when kid. when did we go out for your birthday? Uh, that would be March the 14th. Okay, and you may notice something about this day. It's very close to uh, a certain event that really kicked off this year. So yeah, the unfortunate part of this tale comes as um, pretty much all bars and clubs shut down after this. So it's pretty much like we went there and we pretty much couldn't go there ever again. Though the good part of that is it's still open. Yeah. It's reopened like most things have now. But... um probably not hitting the same amount of people and same amount of attraction that it did have so if you can take anything from this it's please go to nq64 you know drop some drop some keep time it running yeah keep it going because we need something like that it's something that if it's not appreciated now it's something that we'll miss as soon as it's gone and yeah. i can't wait to go back there i, I was a little bit scared at the start because i was like uh don't know if i want to play arcade machines because they're, they're pretty much public use and they can keep them clean, but they, they can can they ever keep them that clean? But now I'm thinking that I'm at the point now where I'm like, I really want to go. Like, epic. So, 
So there was my birthday and we did NQ64, which is in uh, the Custard Factory. So what other memories do you have of the Custard Factory? Sure. The first time I ever went to the Custard Factory from memory, because I, I went there with my dad when I was little, but the first time I ever went there where I had to go there was many years ago when I was on the doll. It's not it's a very dark time. Um, and there's usually, I don't know, I think the job setting people just get a kick and they kind of just think I'm going to send people off to other places randomly to do some kind of course that we get money for. So they sent me to the crystal factory. So I had that reaction of walking in, seeing the giant like Aztec statues and waterfall aesthetic and being like, am I in, am I in someone's back garden or am I in? <laughs> and then, yeah, you see all these, um, there was a pool in the middle back then. There was a retro uh, shop, retro game shop, where, funny enough, where NQ64 is now, it used to be a retro game shop. So I was like, oh, okay, I might go in there later. And then there's these, as soon as you go into that area, if you go to your right, there's like formal office buildings with a reception that looks really out of place. <laughs> and that's where we're talking about, this is where all the presentations and seminars and all that stuff, that's where that's being held. So, I went there, they, they shipped me off to a music course because it's what I was had didn't done at the time. And yeah, they, they sent me off. We just went there, we talked about stuff. We probably talked about <laughs> how difficult it is to find uh, jobs in the music. And funny enough, they had a guy there from, uh, from Young Fine Cannibals, which is pretty cool. And I was like, oh, wow, you're, you're awesome. Um, and that was pretty much it. I didn't like most of those courses when you're in the job thing. I didn't learn anything. And then as soon as it ended, my life was no more beneficial. But I do remember going through these office buildings being like, this this is a weird, uh, this is a weird space and a weird place. And that feeling has never really gone away because every time I go there, it seems to be for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, I um. I had the same experience. It was probably in the same office building, in the same <laughs> office room, to be fair. Might have been the same course. <laughs> I've just remembered, actually, two times I went to Custer Factory, but I didn't go through the front way. I went through different ways. But I've just remembered two other times. There's like a car park. Yeah, there's, there's like a car park around the back. I went with... Um, actually, I went to your college performance as well, so I did go there that time. I went to the uh, I went to see your perform at the college, but I don't know if I went the the front way. Did you remember. come in like because we? I think we walked there, so we would have gone in the front way, and then they took a van with all our equipment in. Um. So you know, I can't remember. I I remember going there for setup. Um. And then, yeah, because we basically did like it's like a mini cabaret show where everyone picked two songs and then we sort of made little bands out of the 10 11 12 people in our class i mean there's, yeah there's a good chance that you probably went around the back because there used to be um i think i don't think it's a performance space anymore it might be the cinema now that's the cinema now um, yeah yeah so there was a back entrance to there that we went in and i remember sound checking and i remember the performance and stuff um, so yeah, you probably did go in like the car park way and round the back rather than, because it feels like there is only one entrance into the main bit. So if you don't go in like, 
that late. Then again, this was 12 years ago, so I could be completely wrong. And what I do remember, I was in the audience playing my PSP. <laughs> I was playing I was playing the Sega Mega Drive <laughs> classics on the PSP while it was going on because I was like yeah there's my friends but I, I, I don't want to be <laughs> I've here. really got to complete this level <laughs> you guys barely want to be here so why, why, don't, why do I want to be here <laughs> you know what Say, I really I did really enjoy that performance to be fair that was because uh, I got to do oh no no I only got to do one of my songs because I was, we were going to do Paranoid by Black Sabbath but like it was so easy like to play generally that we just never practiced it and then when we went to then when we did a run through of all the songs none of us we couldn't play it together because we hadn't fucking practiced it so we had wow. to shelve it performance <laughs> eh but we did do um we did do um hysteria by muse which was really really fun um which was one of mine and uh one of John's was uh, Drive by Incubus, which was also very, very fun. I do remember that. I think I put um, the PSP down for that. <laughs> for John. There's a couple of others. I remember doing, I think, yeah, I did I did Behind Blue Eyes, which was something that uh, Amy chose. And, oh, I got to sing, I got to sing one, which I sang, I sang Where Are They Now? Or, oh, yeah, it's, I think it's Where Are They Now by The Smiths, isn't it? The uh, the opening thing. Um, how soon is now? How soon is now? That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, aka yeah, the opening to Charmed. <laughs> but we did we did the Smiths version. Um, Probably for. No, the we didn't best. actually. I think we did. We did the char- We did the full length version, but the Charmed opening, the band have recorded a full length version. You were thinking you um, do you were doing the Smiths version, but you were thinking of the Charmed version because <laughs> they are pretty yeah, similar. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, the Charmed one's a bit more rocky, and the Smiths one's a bit more depressing, a bit more preachy, a bit more Smiths. And I've been there one other time. I went there with some people. I don't, I don't think it was during college, but I don't think it was part of college officially. We might have been. I don't know. Um, we went to see. It wasn't a performance. <laughs> it wasn't a performance, but we went to see. Um, it's like a seminar, I guess they had it was in collaboration with bbc one extra and they had um damian marley there one of bob marley's sons oh was this on your um on the tech side no i don't i don't know if it was associated with the college because i don't remember i don't me and john went but i don't remember other people oh, okay it was filled with other people that had nothing to do with the college course so it's probably like one of those things that put on and then the college went Oh, they're doing this at the Custard Factory. You should go. And then you and John were like, "Okay." And John were like, we'll "Where? <laughs> okay." What? What is Custard Factory? And then we got our we got our GPS. I mean, no, we didn't. We uh, we followed some dude who was going that way, that direction, and we did that. And yeah, it was just like a seminar thing, and it was on. It was, the funny thing is, it was on BBC One Extra, and there was a guy taking pictures of it. Uh, so we went on, on into the library back then, early days. Um, I went on the BBC One Extra website, and there's a picture <laughs> of the crowd, and there's me and John stand out. Because you were mentioning last. Oh my god! You were mentioning last episode about me. You remember my white hoodie? 
yeah, yeah, it yeah. stood out like real. Like you could see me from a mile away. And then John's just next to me. Oh and I God. remember that that was on the site for a long time, but I don't know if it's there anymore. If I could, I'd get yeah, that I'm up. finding that picture. Yeah, yeah it was on. We need to find that picture up. I don't know if BBC One Extra is a thing anymore. I don't know. <laughs> BBC One is, Extra is a thing, yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the radio station. The radio station's still going. It gets like... It's one of the most popular shows um, that the BBC puts out, so... Oh, damn. What if they, if they still assume. have... If they still have 15-year-old articles, we'll have to find that. <laughs> I hope so. I'm go- I really hope we find it. That'd be amazing. But again, we took a weird... I didn't go through the front entrance bit with that again i went we went through the back somewhere or through the side because the first official time i remember was yeah going to that weird work thing but yeah as i said as you said yeah that's a cinema now so that's uh if you just replaced damien marley with a cinema screen it would have been the same thing if, you know what it, you know what it fair, is yeah the, the, yeah oh, go on. i was going to say the way the the way the seat, seats are laid out it is like a cinema yeah so in a way, in, in a way, me bringing my PSP there was uh, like a, a pioneer vision. Just take the screen of the PSP, put it onto the onto it, the stage itself, and then there you go. So you could say I was a pioneer for the cinema of um, Custard Factory. <laughs> you know what? The guy who runs the Custard Factory was in the audience that day, and he was looking <laughs> there, and he was like, "You know what? I'd rather much, I'd much rather see." a screen on this stage rather than these people performing and this guy has, has put that vision in my head so you it is literally all you no he was like I'm trying to watch this performance with that blinding white hoodie <laughs> <laughs> catching my eye was that a PSP? ooh <laughs> is, that, is that Sega Mega Drive Classics? nice ooh. what if it was a movie in there? No. and what if the screen was the stage yeah there you go that's how it happened that's the most truth we've ever spoken on the podcast ladies and gentlemen that is the, the true history of the Custer Factory that happened Alex's performance was in 18 <laughs> 1848 <laughs> one year before the construction of the Custer Factory god damn it Put that the time, I'm like Christopher I'm like Christopher uh... Christopher Reeves Superman Christopher Nick I meant Nicolas Cage. I don't know why I said Christopher. <laughs> you know, like how Nicolas Cage. You put the bunny. He's meant to be a vampire. <laughs> Let's find that picture of that guy who looks like Nicolas Cage from like 150 you're like, years. You're ago. just like Keanu Reeves, as in the real Keanu Reeves, who has lived forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly. You're like Benjamin of the Button. Benjamin. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm actually 150. In about 50 years, I'll be a baby. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if, if you were born like Benjamin Button, like, for the first 18 years of your life, from, like, 100 to 82, you wouldn't be able to drink. But then you'd be, like, a baby that could, like, because you'd be, like, 99. You'd be like, yeah, drinking scotch and whiskey-flavoured uh, liqueurs like Southern Comfort. But it all reverts back, doesn't it? Like, you can't really drink that much when you're old. You pretty much res- re- you pretty much revert back to a baby because you need constant attention and care. <laughs> you need to get changed uh, by other people. 
You can't drink, you can't. He's saying it's the circle of life. <laughs> it's pretty much the circle of life. And that's why people get scared when they're in <laughs> their 30s and 40s because that's that's the true peak. <laughs> people think they peak the at peak. 20, but that's not the, the true peak is in the middle because that's, that's when it starts to go down and you revert back to your. Uh, that's when it goes downhill. Your slimy baby self. <laughs> they're literally. They're, so they're saying. Re- Dude, adult diapers are a thing. He's saying we're all. We're all Benjamin Button, is that what you're saying? Pretty much. <laughs> all the liberties and great things are all in the middle. It's pretty deep, man. It's pretty deep. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'm convinced that that in, when you, as soon as you hit your sixties, you, it's just it's just a slope, and you just stare at your uh, at your partner like I'm just I'm just I live to outlive you. <laughs> <laughs> just a race. It's just a race to I the always... finish. But it's like Dreadmill, where you, you got to slow down <laughs> to get the coin. You can't, oh if, you, if you speed up too much, you might die quicker. And then <laughs> you don't get the last laugh. Oh my God. I, uh, I've, always, I've always said that if I ever get to a state where someone has to care for me, like a really degenerative state, then um, I just I don't know I, I don't want to be here anymore I don't want to be a burden I feel like I'd be a massive burden to my kids just finish me if I got that old <laughs> that's basically just, yeah just like just, sure. just, just euthanize me just euthanize me at that point I'm like I'm good I've obviously lived a good life I don't want to be a I don't want to be a financial burden I don't want to be a physical burden I don't want to be a mental burden just like, remember these just remember these episodes and uh yeah exactly <laughs> Remember the point where I said euthanize me? <laughs> but then again, but then again, I also see the flip side. Like, I couldn't. I don't think I could do it to my mom or dad. Like, I couldn't just be like, I you know what I mean. It's a, it's a weird. That's I why they invented Switzerland <laughs> clinics. <laughs> I don't think they invented Switzerland. Like, somebody did, but I don't think it was so that euthanization the, could be legal. The, the Nazis ne- nearly reinvented Switzerland. <laughs> but um next week we're talking this <laughs> this week custard factory in two weeks czechoslovakia <laughs> find out why it's not called czechoslovakia anymore um it's called czechoslovakia isn't it i thought it wasn't called no it's the, the czech Re- it's the czech republic it's the czech Re- it's not called oh, czechoslovakia okay. for a very specific oh, okay. reason <laughs> I tell you what, Alice isn't called Czechoslovakia. It's the, um, the custard factory, <laughs> which uh, which is also it's also free of the Nazis from uh, for many 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 years. <laughs> they didn't get that far. They, they didn't make it past the aesthetic. What a weird conversation. Anyway, <laughs> this this it did take a couple of weird turns there. I apologise for some of them. <laughs> I probably let's, should apologise for all of them. I'm not going to there. Let's talk about the the elephant in the art room. Uh, let's let's talk about the aesthetic, the 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 hipster <laughs> aesthetic, as as you put it earlier. Let's let's talk about that. It's got some weird stuff in there, hasn't it? <laughs> like it's it, it it shouldn't make sense any of it. Like let's talk about the the almost looking elephant in the room. The minute you walk down the the, the the street where they could they go through the country factory on your right is a giant tree man just just chilling <laughs> and this thing is literally about 30 feet tall 
and he's just chilling in the corner. Like I always saw the custom factory as like a like a graphics design project. <laughs> but it's like everyone's everyone's graphic design project <laughs> in one. So it's like we have treatment. I wanna here do this. Next to the mechanical <laughs> like wind catcher. Yeah, what um next to the benches, next to the drained pool, and then we'll have a we'll have a back wall for the various uh graffiti and stuff. Some of it's yeah, that's um, graffiti, yeah. quite legendary actually. The <laughs> I don't know if I can tell the story about the uh oh fuck it. I'll I'll say it and if it's bad I'll cut it out. Um we went <laughs> uh years ago because one thing I like to do is um every time some friends come around i just take them to random places and see if they're still open anymore uh so i took my pals uh one that i see every christmas and the legendary james ward but one name drop because it's james ward uh we took him to took him to the custer factory because we went to like some kind of hipster get together they had um they were selling art and they had like hot dogs outside it was very weird but then we went to custer factory anyway because i wanted to see it and then we we hit the back wall and we saw all the art there and there was this amazing piece that, that sadly it's not there anymore because they, they they regularly change it and it had mario and peach but they had the peach was wearing mario's hat and it was all about like gender roles being reversed and it, it just <laughs> not to be disrespectful but it did come off as super hilarious. I don't know why. I'm totally down. I mean, obviously, that, I'm totally down. What? Is that why John keeps... John Doesn't John say something like, oh, what does John always say? And now I know the origin of this story. John, what he says, rip it's gender like, roles. Because that's that was the tagline on it. Oh, I thought he says, like, peach mustache or something, or peach or... Oh, I can't remember. Well, that might be something he, else. He probably that says that, too. Yeah, we we, oh, we speak sure brummy, but John speaks proper brummy sometimes. It's hard to uh <laughs> that man needs subtitles. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? He's like the Ozzy Osbourne of <laughs> yeah. our friend group. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the Ozzy Osbourne of someone's friend group. But um yeah, we, we just the serious message and I'm I'm totally down that message, but just how it was portrayed on the wall, it was hilarious and it was snowing at the time. It was really weird. We've all got photos of it. And it's, if out of context, <laughs> it's just us posing on this wall with Peach with a Mario hat on, <laughs> saying rip gender roles. And I, I just was, remember. Was, just, was it Peach as a man or Peach in Peach's get up with Mario's hat on? It was no, no. It was just like Peach's head with Mario's cap on, and but she was looking very serious, like I'm done being the princess. But, <laughs> Did, did she have a mustache? I don't think she had a mustache, no, because then it wouldn't have looked like okay. Peach. But anyway, that's, that's, that's <laughs> not the important. Who's who's? <laughs> Where's Mario grew his hair out and dyed it? <laughs> that's not the important part. The important part was <laughs> it was dumb, and um, that's that's. <laughs> I had to explain that to people who didn't understand the aesthetic. And even that's difficult to do. But yeah, they, they, they regularly change that. But I'll, I'll always remember it as the as the rip gender roles war. Yeah, they had um, 
I don't know if it's in the custard factory or nearby the custard factory, but they had um, they put the, some Spider-Man graffiti up there for advertising the Spider-Man game coming out a few years ago, and it was like a massive wall that just had the Spider Spider-Man logo on and stuff. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I could, I saw it from the big car park in Birmingham, like the one by Dale End. I looked out and I looked towards Digbeth. I just saw this massive. Like, it was huge. I remember taking a picture of it. It was really really cool. Everything inside of it always changes, but what it actually is, I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> He's saying what is dead may never die, but at the same time, it was always dead. <laughs> it was always. <laughs> what I'm saying yes. is that what was if, you, if you're going there to buy custard, you may not <laughs> find it, but you will or find a good custard. time. If you're going out to make custard, um, you're about 100 years too late. <laughs> you, will find, you will find a good time. There's always a good time. Yeah, as much as, as much as it sounds like we're putting it down, the Country Factory is actually quite, one, an amazing place to go, and two, a fun place to go. Like, there's such variety, there will be something there for you. Like, there's, I say, there's a card shop, there's a... Um, you know, there's clothes shops, there's record shops, there's uh, there's three or four bars, there's venues, there's a cinema. As I said, there's just there's something there for everyone, and it's just a cool little space. Just and it's not in Birmingham City Centre, so it's like you're not over. It's just like a little bit out there, a bit different, and it's also just as taking a step outside the country factory. It's surrounded by the um, the Irish quarter of. Um, <laughs> I realised why Sean gave me that look there. It's surrounded by the Irish quarter of uh, of Birmingham, so it's surrounded by like some really good bars and clubs and pubs. Um, uh, so it's like it's in a really cool part of Birmingham. So commonly known just... as uh, Digbeth. Yes, yeah, it's, it's in Digbeth. So. <laughs> It's and it isn't and it is only like five minutes out of town, like out of city centre. It, it's not even. It's and within walking distance. It's not like miles away, um, but it still feels like separate. Like you go to Digbeth, you feel like you're out of town, even though you're still in ta- still very much in town. Depends how you got in there. Um, I, I would say if you if you went to Birmingham by coach, you're practically in Digbeth. You're practically on the border already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like it's not even yeah, yeah. that far if you're at that point. No. And if you come in by train, it is literally just, yeah, up the road, like just the other way kind of thing. So uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I like the country factory. Every time I've gone there, generally for a specific reason, but I've always had a good time. Be it card tournaments, be it college performances, be it getting drunk for my birthday. Even the the lame times of going for job yeah. things, they're they're memorable at least. Because I got to, we got to experience that part that you don't usually get to go in. Because why would you go into the office part? On a, on a scale of uh, one to ten, Sean, how much would you recommend the custard factory to a visitor or a resident of Birmingham? I would say we're doing scores now. Oh God, I would say <laughs> it is a must. I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> I would say it is a must. Uh, just going to Digworth in general is a must. I know you might feel a bit touristy, but like, it does have a, like a, a lot of nice. I don't, I don't even want to say graffiti. It's art. 
a lot of graffiti is when someone just scribbles their name, you know, Velatrix, all over your front door. But this proper art piece. I did it once, man. Calm down. <laughs> Clean my door, goddammit. <laughs> um, all right, I'm coming around. But there's some proper, like, there's proper good art pieces there, and it all connects Digbeth. And Custer Factory is one of those things where it's just, it's just worth a visit. And if anything, uh, again, go, go to NQ64, man. Give them some business because it's a really nice place. I want it to stay open, and I want to go there again. Yeah, I agree. Definitely go to NQ64 if you like um, card games or tabletop games or anything. Wayland's Forge is uh, is uh, in the shopping area. Um, yeah, those are the two main things I I I've got that I go there for. But as I said, there's so much there and so much in the surrounding area that yeah, I would also I'd highly recommend if you've never been and you live in Birmingham then plan a trip if if you are planning to come to Birmingham put it on the to-do list um yeah that's that's all I've got to say about it as well and hopefully when things do get back to normal they do regularly do events there as well from just like proper get-togethers uh me and John went there once I didn't even mention that me and John went there once to a vinyl fair it's just an open room they're transformed and yeah it's just vinyl they're selling vinyl records there and it's all the sellers have come down the long tables me and john spent like a whole day there just doing that <laughs> and then sometimes they've converted that area into like just a, a at a barbecue area there's kids there they had balloons and stuff like and i was just thinking what they're celebrating no they're just celebrating it's the saturday it's just a thing to do and i'm like <laughs> those kind of things aren't be, aren't going right now obviously but when things do return to normal that's the kind of thing that you can expect to just randomly happen in the Costa factory it's something um the only reason that you might go down there if you weren't planning on going there is um the saint paddy's parade and i'm i would go out on a limb and say they probably do something for that because the parade goes straight past it so um, yeah if that's the reason that you come for Birmingham check it out on that day um, but yeah the, the, as I say that room that they do the vinyl thing I'm pretty sure I've seen clothes fairs advertised oh, yeah, antiques yeah. fairs advertised like anything anything like that it's uh, yeah, it's just it's just cool you feel cool you feel you feel cool walking around the factory like yeah it's like my li own little secret place that everyone knows about it's a vibe. It's the worst kept secret in Birmingham. Like most most secrets yeah. in Birmingham are terribly um, not secret. But that just yeah, means we can all I enjoy it, and that's you know that's a cool that's a factory that you want to go to. Yes, <laughs> I can officially say it's probably the coolest factory on the planet. Thanks for listening, guys. We've been outside FP. If you want to get in touch with us, our Twitter is outside FP UK. Well, if you've got any questions or fun stories about like your forbidden planet you know where you met up when you were growing up etc then send them over to outsidefbuk at gmail.com thanks for listening guys and speak to you soon bye